1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Marcus Theaters. Part of the fun of going to the movies is seeing the upcoming trailers. So make sure you don't miss any by ordering your tickets and food ahead of time at MarcusTheaters.com. Always fun to answer the door and see this guy standing there. Santana Dodson. Good morning, Santana. Good morning. It is a good morning, isn't it? Fa- two of my favorite Wisconsin mofos. What's happening? <laughs> I am going to wear that as a badge of honor for the rest of my life. Yes. I might have that uh, chiseled into my headstone. That's Santa Dotson's favorite mofo. Lies here. (laughs) Right, lies. Lies here. May he rest in peace. Santana. May he rest. (laughs) Santana, I got to tell you, and I know it's early, and it's the Bears, and they were the worst team in football last year. I never get tired of hearing you. But, man, I, I was greatly relieved yesterday. To see the Packers do what they did, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, it's great to be one to know, especially the only thing better is to be one to know against your, you know, cross state rivals or um, border rivals. And it was good. border rivals. There you go. You're against your border rivals. So, I mean, I felt like what I saw in the game yesterday. I, I felt like they were well coached, right? So, you know, and I'm quick to get on them about coaching and everything else, but it wasn't a lot of penalties. The play calling was good. So, and you know, you got to kind of temper your expectations because it was Chicago and that was one of the worst teams in the league last year. No, no. So, well, it was the worst, worst team. team. The worst, right? The worst team in the and, NFL and last year. You know, I yeah. think it looked like they were well coached because what? the quarterback and the coach weren't, you know, dueling with each other. Yeah. Yeah. The quarterback was doing what the coach. You know, coached him to do. Running the play that the coach was sending in. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it didn't work, but hey, we got to win. It, it it looked good. Three touchdown passes, I'll take that every time. Every oh, time. That sounds like a soft jab. That sounds like a jab. <laughs> <Huh>? Jab. <laughs> mm. How about a pick six by the D? Let's go, yeah. let's go to your side of the ball. Quay, Quay Walker. Walker looked untackleable. Yeah. <laughs> He busted out of a. Just invent you know, a word. I think you just invented a word. Untackleable. Un, un, yeah. Yes. Well, he he ran into kind well, yeah, of a log def- jam I mean, and he busted right. out of it and and made it to the end zone. Right. He found a way to get into the end zone. So now, that, that was great. When we that saw him great. at the end He's of last a season on that defensive side of the ball. At the end of last season, we saw him leave the game because he was ejected for bumping what a trainer. And I thought this guy has yeah, got to figure it out. Yeah, on the sideline. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that was an assistant coach. He got thrown out later. Remember uh, another game for bumping a trainer who was coming out to tend to a, a, an injured player from the other team. I think it was the Lions. I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But he said he's addressed that in the off season. He wants to put it behind him. Blah blah blah. Well, what better way to put it behind you than starting the season off like that? Yeah. Yeah, and trust me, it's particularly defensively, you need some of those fringe players. Um, I think it was a leadership issue. It was so young last year, and it was a leadership issue of how and when to do, you know, antics like that, so to speak. Um, but hopefully you just learn from it because he's one of those type players that you definitely need on the field. 
Did they look like a defense loaded up with number one picks yesterday? Yeah, I felt like they were playmakers at every level, you know, and they really played well together. Yeah, I, I I was watching the line. I was watching the linebackers. The D-backs seemed to be on their game. It just seemed like it was all playing. But then I had to keep telling myself, this was the worst team in football last year. You know? Early so, on, uh, I, had a, I had a complaint. And that was that was Jari Alexander was just throwing himself at the feet of uh, ball carries instead of tackling them. He was rolling up, rolling at them. Yeah. Well, you know those cornerbacks never were really good tacklers. They don't want to tackle. <laughs> they, are, they are smaller guys. I'll I'll give you that. Well, they're smaller guys. Yeah, your, yeah. Your tribalism I, 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 pops up here. Yes, yeah, so right, right. I played with a bunch of them, and they yeah. were like, they would always remind you, like, hey, I don't get paid to tackle. So, <laughs> well, I guess that's what uh, that is what set Leroy apart from your other D-backs was that guy would drop his shoulder and let you have it when you guys were playing. Yeah, very true. He had no problem with coming up and making a play tackling somebody. Dion started that mentality, didn't he? Uh, j- he said, I'm not paid to tackle fullbacks. He said it was a business decision. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was he's telling his players at Colorado, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them. Some of them he is, I bet. He probably wants yeah, his linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he might be telling that to a hundred and seventy pound, you know, yeah. cornerback or nickelback. Whatever <laughs> he's like, t- hey. whatever Dion's telling him there, at Colorado, it's working. They're two and zero. They handled Nebraska over the weekend. They handled Nebraska, right? So, but we're not here to talk about Colorado football. We're here to talk about the Packers being one and zero and doing it. What seemed what looked like pretty easily. Yeah, it was convincingly. Yeah, for four quarters. So, I mean, I just think it's a great one to build. You know, no matter who you're playing, uh, particularly when it's Chicago, we all know, like, even though we've dominated them in the last eight, nine games, I think yesterday was number nine, that most of those those games are pretty competitive and close. So, um, I think, you know, for the way they played yesterday, it's definitely a game that they can build off of and get tremendous confidence because – we all know you only get so much during preseason, right? The starters aren't playing all the way through. And, um, you know, they may give you two or three series of action, uh, but you're not playing the, the full resume of defense as far as game planning and the same thing offensively. So, you know, I'm definitely going to give them an AA plus for everything they did yesterday. Okay, so now did, can they bounce back from being successful and get ready to go do it again in Atlanta, right? That was my next question. So everybody's going to come in, big smiles on their faces today, right? Right. Talking about, hey, that was great. We played great. Now you got to you've got to move that along to next Sunday, correct? And that's that's up to the coaches to make sure that that keeps happening, right? Yeah, yeah, that's up to the coach. And you're playing an unfamiliar opponent in Atlanta. Um and they are, you know, they're trying to resurrect or turn their thing around. You're playing them on the road. They've got a great, you know, and I don't use this uh, descriptive adjective too often, but they've got a great uh, running back, a guy by the name of Bijan Robinson, and that they just drafted last year, kid from University of Texas, and he is special. So I think the onus is going to be on the defense this week to really try to control everything that Atlanta Atlanta wants to do with their running game and with uh, Robinson. 
And then if we stay consistent offensively, that should be one that we can hopefully talk about being 2-0 and next week. All right, so if you're Atlanta, you have to stop Aaron Jones, right? He was He was the playmaker yesterday. So how do you do that? What would you do if you were Atlanta? You know, we did a lot. I, I saw Aaron did a lot yesterday in the quick screen game. So, you know, screens are something you have to rally to and you play, you know, uh, um, the whole defense has to play well and adjust to the screen game. So if I'm, you know, in Atlanta or coaching Atlanta, I'm definitely working this week on the screen game and making sure I, at all times I know where 24 is. Sure. And while they're busy guarding against the screen, boom, you're going downfield. Didn't see that coming, did you, Atlanta? Ha! Right? <laughs> Suckers! <laughs> Well, that is why you fell for it. You fell for it. <laughs> that is why we are two of his favorite mofos in the state of Wisconsin. That's why. <laughs> right, you make it look like a screen. You pump, and then you go deep. Mm. Boom! Touchdown. Easy. So, what do you make Touchdown. of all these uh, hamstring uh, tweaks and pulls and injuries? Are they not right, I know enough? it's What's way too on? many. Thank yeah. you. I'm it's glad way to hear too you many. say that. Yeah, that that would be my only concern is you know all these hamstrings. The last it's been like you got Watson with a hamstring. Um, Aaron Jones had a little bit of a hamstring that looked like yesterday. Did he come back? He came back into the game though, didn't no, he? No, I don't think he did. But he said, uh, "He said I'm okay." He said, I'm all right. He said he's okay. Do we need to get more bananas on the training table, get the potassium in these guys? Right. The game, more time? It wasn't even hot. It wasn't yeah. even hot yesterday. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, okay. They said that uh, the uh, the afternoon sun on the visitor's side of Soldier Field is, like, really hot and uncomfortable. But the but about the time they said that, the sun was gone. You know, yeah. everybody was in the was shade. Was that your that experience? Point. Do you remember anything like that? Yeah, I remember, you know, a couple of stadiums, not so much Soldier Field, right? Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, even though they try to make you uncomfortable on the visitor side of the field, that's all the time. But I don't think yeah. that's anything that would be tweaking hamstrings, you know? I no. don't know. That's, that sounds like stretching, conditioning, yes, all right. those types of things. So I'm not understanding that, but we got to get that figured out. Right. We need some of the, we need to get some bands, you know, the, the, the so right. they can stretch and all that. Hey, when you played. You ever have to get your mom tickets for the game? Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, did you get her good seats? Because, man, Jordan Love has a hell of a time finding tickets for his mom. You know, the Kansas City game, she was up, you know, as far up as you could be in the nosebleed seats. And then the Chicago game yesterday, she's at the 50 yard line, but she's surrounded by all these Bear fans. He had to get them through Justin Fields. Yeah. There was a guy right in front of her with a big cheese head on. One. Yeah. Well, she's, that's all right. Yeah. He had to call his buddy. The, like the Packers are absolutely no help in getting him good tickets for a Chicago game. What's Goody telling him? Yeah, we had tickets, but we gave them out already. Yeah. I mean, that's, he's going to have to put his foot down and say, look, yeah, I am the starting quarterback. Y'all figure it out. But yeah, he, he should have better ticket selection. Generally what it is, is like, we all know like visitor tickets go way up in the corner somewhere. Generally, that's where they put you. But there's always a selected few for ownership, front office, etc. that's going to put you down close right behind the bench. And when I say a selected few, maybe you're talking about 
20 to 50 tickets. And those always go to the higher-ups. But somebody like Jordan Love, I will be surprised if you don't start seeing his mom a lot closer or behind the bench during right. the game. So I'd be very surprised. Let's consider this for just a second. What if his mom likes being in the crowd? I want Right, which could be. That was going to be my counterpoint to that conversation. You know, sometimes parents like being away from the fray. Yeah. And even as, even as a player, I recall like t- certain cities I hated for my family to travel to, the Chicago's, the Tampa's, uh, Denver, there was a big incident with the family. So there were some places that you don't even feel like, you know, you can, you want to put your full, full, uh, full emphasis on the field yeah, and not worry about anything happening with your parents or family in the well, stands. Yeah, exactly. No distraction, but his I, I thought of that too. What does mom like sitting there in the crowd, hearing yeah. him, hearing him boo or bitch about her son, and she gets to because she wasn't holding back on her celebrations. She didn't seem to care about yeah. those bear fans around her at all. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we were without our number one receiver for the bear game, but it didn't look like we had any trouble. We, me and Jordan Love, when we were back there scanning the field, finding. Who we're going to throw to? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean I liked his decision making. You know, I mean the kid looked good yesterday. You know, I, and I'm, and there's going to be some room for error. He's young, first time out there, so you got to give him a little room. But the throws and his decision making was right on point yesterday. So I, I think he's going to have an outstanding year. Speaking of decision making, Matt Lafleur. Um... Seemed to like forget about Aaron Jones there for for a minute, for like, about a quarter. Oh yeah, I got to keep uh, handing the ball to him. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of the thing, right? If you're the coach, you kind of want to get out the way. You want to make the calls, and you want, you know, you know, football can be easy, and sometimes we make it too complicated. You know, football is all about how do I get my best players to influence the game? Get you know Aaron Jones the ball or. You know, get your best defensive lineman singled up so he can rush the passer. And then get out the way as a coach and watch the game. Grab your box of popcorn and sit back and watch it. But you got to make those plays. So um, I'll make those calls, you know, if I'm the coach, to make sure that all of my playmakers are finding a way to, you know, put their uh, put their stamp or their mark on the game. So yeah. if you had your top wide receiver out, I would think somebody like Aaron Jones would get a couple of few more touches. You need all your mofos to get their touches. You need all your mofos out there, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them all happy. Well, I'm going to get a a hat or a t-shirt. Absolutely. Well, you know what I can't wait for now is to talk about being 2-0 after the Packers beat Atlanta next week. I can't wait. Okay. Okay. All right. Really? Too much? Well. Too much? You know. Just say. We're guarding against being taken up by the moment, right? They're the worst team That's in football right. last year. Okay, okay right. you're right. All right. So it's a new year. It, it, it yes. is. It and is. I, and I like how it's going so far. I'd expect to see more of the same next week. Would you? More of the same next week. I agree. Okay. Then we'll talk about it next week, Santana. All right, fellas, y'all have a great week. Talk to you then. See ya. Santana Dodson.